Welcome back to another edition of Excerpts from Aesthetical Sermons, a venue dedicated to sharing passages from the sermons of Joris Blank, the once great chief zealot for the Congregation of Aesthetical Philosophy. Since we've started broadcasting the show, we've received, uh, well, really hundreds of letters from you, our listeners, and I thought I would start this week sharing one such response. <clears throat> a Christine Austin wrote in to us, quote, I am having great trouble listening to Joris's words. He troubles me. I mean, he sounds like an awful person. You should consider stopping your show immediately and get out of our town. <clears throat> well, those are strong words, uh, Miss Austin. And, uh, Certainly wouldn't be the first time when anyone asked for Joris's banishment. So, uh, well, but I believe this week's snippet should hopefully contextualize his burke a little bit better and help abate any anger you may be feeling. So, without further ado, let's listen to a passage from his Sermon on Whimsy. It's worth noting that this particular sermon was written during a month of, well, great terrible rain and just truly awful weather all around. Um, I guess that's all that's worth really noting about it. So, here we go. Let's now tune in. Sometimes I imagine myself some relation of mercurial puck. Perhaps a melancholy uncle who delights not in fairy politics, but the gainful exploitation of their eldritch pastimes of counting winged creatures and wheezing upon too too pollinated air. I would happily take up those less-than-glamorous occupations of flower-disposal and tree-maintenance. And while my dainty companions argued over the distribution of magical powders or the intensity of our pixied auras, I would dip hither and thither amongst the mossy stabs, cataloguing the growths of imperialist moulds. Insects would come to see me as the Francis of the fairies, and I would repay their adulation with lectures upon wistfulness. In fact, wistfulness would be our only repast, for no food would we handle, our hands sticky from weaving garlands out of resinous foliage. But happily we would all surrender to starvation, with smiles upon our faces, an homage to our starry goddess's horning. <clears throat> well, uh, this was certainly a good representation of Joris's commitment to his task. Uh, that of transporting his listeners to bewildering locations, somehow fabricated specifically to address his meandering and rather baroque arguments. But to be honest, it 
certainly didn't do anything to dissuade us from Miss Austin's criticism. Quite the contrary, even. Why, uh, I'm beginning to come to the realization that everything Miss Austin said is worthy of my own meditation. Well, that's it for this week's excerpt from the Sermon on Whimsy. <clears throat> We'd like to thank you for joining us. And thank... Uh, and we hope you join us next week. As we are aware of the countless venues out there for discussing Joris's work, we thank you for choosing to chime in on our discussion. Next week, uh, we return to the more polemical subject of science, which was a popular topic for the day. And Joris always seemed drawn to whatever was popular, so it's sure to be a heated discussion. Until then, in the words of the chief zealot, drink nectar and go penniless into the crowd. <laughs>